beep 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 because I realized that if somebody laughs particularly loudly, it's going to hurt. Mm. Okay, that should be good. It feels like it's been a while since we've done this. Because it has. I mean, it has. Two weeks? Uh, two, weeks. two weeks. Yeah, we did. Ooh. We did actually skip a week somewhere in there. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, because I ordinarily edit on Mondays, but it was just one of those days where, like, you know, gestures vaguely. <laughs> Time has no meaning anymore. Gestures vaguely yeah. into the abyss, and it's like, well, yeah, you know, things happen sometimes. I mean, like, my entire point of reference for scheduling has been, like, is Albert working or not? And when Albert <laughs> is working, it's weekday. When Albert is not working, it is weekend. Yeah, Albert, mm. you did take a couple days off and threw us all out of, uh, all yeah. out of whack. <laughs> Just all blame Albert. Yeah, it's uh, all Albert's fault that we're so I'm taking his much-needed rest. How, How dare, dare you, you rest? take a vacation? <laughs> Capitalistic oh. America missed you, Albert. Oof, that's getting a little Oof. too real, I think. Yeah, the shit's been crazy recently. Uh, it, it's just been so wild to look at the news, and then every time, every now and again, I see something awesome, and I'm just sort of like, "Hey, this is good, guys. This is good." And then I start talking about, it, I'm like, you know, it's not actually that good. It's just relatively okay. You know, the one bit of good news that I've seen, I'm I'm gonna share this video with you guys real fast. Is it how good the everything is cake meme is? What? Oh, the everything is cake meme is also really good. You know, you're just talking about that, but I haven't actually seen a meme about that recently. Uh, it's very niche, uh. but, but I found on Reddit recently that some guy recorded his baby making just a whole bunch of different noises over the course of the last year. And he used the noises that his baby made to make a cover of Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, I, I, you know, you did post this on the discord. I didn't I watch did. it. But now you will. But now I or guess at least I'm, now you'll listen. We're, we're gonna, I'm gonna make it so you can hear just a little bit of the intro at least. Okay. It, the the video is absolutely adorable too because it's just this fucking baby. <laughs> nice. Right. And he he has like a video of the baby sneezing to make like the snare sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, it's so good. It's like a minute and a half long. If you're on our Discord, please go and watch it. I posted in music. The weird thing about the everything is cake meme uh, is, so I first heard about it through some of my like uh, fighting game Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. I play Rivals of Ether, And so I'm on the Twitter Nerd. a lot. Uh, the Twitter community and uh, one of the top players their tag is Cake Assault and people just call him Cake uh-huh. okay. so I just see a tweet we must stop Cake and I'm just like is Cake really that good I don't understand uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was like about somebody oh no oh I see no it's not like vaguing about a specific person <laughs> yeah I thought it, I thought the entirety of Twitter was like vague tweeting one guy. <laughs> so, uh, if, for those of you who are not in the know with regards to the everything is cake meme, yeah, I'm I'm not in the know. I think I- it is a a Twitter specific meme. I think uh, it originated on Twitter, which is might be why you haven't seen it. I mean, I'm on Twitter like every time I go to the I restroom. Guess, I guess that's the, fair. the biggest thing is that I, I, all my shit's about like news and shit. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Mm. But uh, the everything is cake meme is uh, especially uh, throughout all of this where people are like staying home more and doing more weird projects. Uh, videos have been surfacing of people making hyper-realistic cakes. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like there's there's this one video that I saw recently it has like a really hyper realistic croc 
like shoe and mm-hmm. they just cut into it and it's a cake <laughs> like toilet paper uh cans of soda yeah i saw a glass of water recently that oh, one was man. wild because they shaded it properly so it looked like you were looking through oh, it from the specific cra- angle oh, that's crazy it was really good and they just cut into it and it's actually just a cake and it's become so pervasive that people have started making like, oh, look at this cool cake that I made. And they just like cut into like an actual tissue box, <laughs> uh, like counter beams. No, oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> and now people are being are making jokes about like doing things only to discover that the thing is actually a cake. Mm. <laughs> everything is cake. I get it now. Yeah. That's so more uh, of a, it, everything could be cake. Yeah. Everything yeah. has the potential to be cake unless you've proven otherwise. Hey, yeah, what if the thing that you're trying to do is actually just a cake? When's the last time any of us cake? have bitten into these microphones? Uh, I mean, these shit. microphones are cake. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. Bites into the microphone. My favorite example of this meme is Ben Schwartz. I love Ben Schwartz. For those of you who don't know, I love Ben Schwartz. And he sent out this tweet and it goes, uh, got to see my mom for the first time in five months today. Quarantined for two weeks, got COVID tested twice. And it was finally time. when it was finally time to hug her, my arms went right through her because she was cake. Come on, guys. That's enough. Not everything has to be a cake. Where's my mom? <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so that's the everything is cake meme. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy, but like, you know, the whole quarantine project. It's kind of weird because we already did projects before, like in terms of yeah. like writing and stuff. So it's kind of hard to. End if on. anything, but, we've done less. Yeah, but I will say the one thing that I have started, I hopped onto the bandwagon and I'm starting to make my own starter. It's been going for two days now. Oh, the yeah. yeast starter. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Yeah, it's sitting up on the it's sitting up on the shelf next to Don's it plant. Has a label that my plant propagation. So that has a label that says. Yeast started. <laughs> do not dispose of. Whereas the container of mayonnaise with pancake batter in it is not labeled. Look, look. <laughs> if you, there's and looks very much like mayonnaise. Look, I needed a container to hold my excess pancake batter because I ran out of food and I'm starting to survive on merely wheat uh, wheat paste. Uh, but. It, it the the mayonnaise jar was just a perfect fit. I don't understand why you keep choosing jars that just look like the thing. <laughs> like pancake mix looks like the thing it's supposed to be. It's just it's fate. Like, like if have, it were in a ketchup bottle, it wouldn't were, be a problem. They have a label maker. We, we can make labels. I, there's we also just like, yeah, there's also just a sharp. We could sharpie over it, but it's funny. Like I, I took off the label of the ranch bottle because that was something I saw to begin with. Then uh-huh. I put it in the mayonnaise bottle and it was too perfect. And I was like. This th- this doesn't deserve to be defiled. <laughs> if someone accidentally puts uh puts pancake mix on their sandwich, <laughs> they deserve it. You just hear a fuck. Yeah, you know what? That's probably exactly how a Monte- the first Monte Cristo was accidentally made. What? What do those have to do with? Um, they're they're like those ham, just like those ham cheese sandwiches that are covered in like funnel cake batter and what? like deep fried. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a sweet sandwich. Almost. It's, a, it's like yeah, it's like a sweet sandwich, and they put like raspberry jam on top. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a grilled cheese French uh, French toast thing. Yeah, it it actually also sounds disgusting. Like it, Eagle Part's awesome and disgusting. Oh man, this one guy I'm looking at. I looked up a Monte Cristo on Google, and it looks like this guy like. Cooked it with like Modelo. That sounds great. Yeah, what? a beer battered funnel cake mm. sandwich. Yeah, I don't know. It's starting to get a little bit outside of my comfort zone too, Don. I think it, like the meat is like braised in it. I guess. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. that's just a prep for the meat. Cheese, mustard, mayonnaise. Wait, wait, who the fuck? Well, is there mustard inside of a Monte Cristo? Yeah. Oh my god! Now it. I Mustard's feel like great. Feel even more uncomfortable. I mean, it could be like uh, a honey mustard. Then it's dipped in egg and cooked just like French toast. 
Oh, okay. That's not that's oh, not what French I thought French toast. It was. Okay. Yeah, it's mm. it's basically a, a French toast sandwich. That sounds less weird than funnel cake. Like I mean, that sounds good. Like funnel cake sounds awesome. I I'm a slut for funnel cake. Yeah, man. I love funnel French cake. toast. Isn't that removed from like actual bread? Yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Well, French. Well, no. French toast is further removed from pancakes than it is from actual bread because it's just a piece of bread dipped in egg and then fried i now that i think about how you actually make french toast i might make french toast because it's not that hard <laughs> no it's not mm. the next time you go what into you... the fridge for mustard it might it may or may not be beaten eggs i looked up a video <laughs> i'm like hold on is this something we can do Wait, can, can we just start filling all all empty containers with things that look like it from no, the outside no it's like no, me putting no, 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 gatorade no. in the windex bottle <laughs> see that's something i want to do i want to put gatorade into a cleaned windex bottle and drink that through the the squirt thing like in a public place yeah like S- like, like while you're in a zoom call just kind of yeah or like fellow humans or like a vanilla pudding in a mayonnaise bottle. Yeah, I've done that one actually. That one's funny. Yeah, but I'm just imagining you like like talking to talking to your friends online and yeah, playing like drinking some water, but it's and vodka. Good. And then you're and then you're like Brandon spritz me because he sits there next to you. And you just <laughs> <laughs> I look like on food related things. I like looked up the other day how to make like uh, omelet rice because mm-hmm. like, it's hard. And I looked it up and I'm like, okay, so first of all, I need like. A million fucking eggs to make this omelet. Uh, I need to make fried rice. It's just like, okay, but like this guy's like doing the flippy thing, which I don't have the confidence to do. I don't understand how anyone develops the confidence to flip rice in a wok. It's just like, how? It's all in the wrist. I mean, it's also something that it's like you kind of just got to try it and then learn how to like finesse it. Like, it's like flipping a pancake with just like the flick of the wrist. It's hard to do mm-hmm. at first, but once you acquire. A bit of the finesse. How do yeah, you easy. how do you just have the balls to try that for the first time? I, though I mean, how do you have the balls to try driving for the first time? Yeah, how do you have the, somebody says it's possible. Yeah, how do you have the balls to get on a horse for the first time? Like it's because someone's done it and you know it's possible, so you attempt it. Yeah, Fair enough. how you ride a bike. But like omurice, though the actual like omelet itself is like so like delicate. Omurice yeah. is mm. the hardest omelet to make. Part yeah. of me is just kind of like, all right. Why didn't you just make an omelet? <laughs> I guess part of it is the presentation. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, mm. uh, with stuff like that, a lot of the stuff is just presentation. I tried like putting, um, putting like some of the like almond milk and eggs to try to like see oh, if it would work no. as a substitute. It didn't. No, I, it I, works I, just fine for me. Really? Yeah. Eh. Well, you can't really do it as an omelet you have to do it more as scrambled eggs yeah. it works fine for scrambled yeah eggs. Like, like i imagine that it would like m- like make it a bit thinner and uh, like make it spread easier it makes them like fluffy yeah yeah I'd have to, i guess i'll have to try it again maybe yeah. i didn't use enough you also have to put salt in if you're gonna do that you can't just do it plain because the mm. thing is is the almond milk has like a sweet texture to it that's fair or sweet texture sweet flavor mm-hmm. uh so it makes the eggs taste a little odd and you have to mix in salt in order to yeah like counteract mm-hmm. it I don't know. I'm looking for a good part for the intro, and I'm realizing that we're just talking about adult things again. I mean, now is a good time for the intro. Yeah, it's just now that no, I just know there's no good break, and we haven't been goofing, so I yeah. don't know where the intro should go. It's time to break those eggs on the uh, the intro. No, but now, but now it's just gonna be really awkward. Look, Alan. Sometimes to make an intro, you have to break a few omelets. Okay. Well, let's just get let's get a few more of those, and I think it'll be funny enough. <laughs> Look, Alan. Sometimes. 
to make an intro, sometimes you just have to break a few episodes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, to get an intro, sometimes you just have to, to break a few plates. So to make an intro, sometimes you have to break a few hosts. To make, a, to make an intro, sometimes you just have to break a few kneecaps. Sometimes <laughs> to make an intro, you just have to break through a few doors. Sometimes uh, to make an intro, you need to Kool-Aid man it. Yeah. Break a few walls. Uh, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything else. Welcome to the Blink for Podcast. This is the podcast where the Blinket Term team kind of sits down and lets all their inner demons out, and they kind of like all sunbathe and have a beach episode together or some nonsense. Anyways, we talk about random things. We uh, talk about what our what are what we're doing in our community, and we're talking about other random ideas that come to our brains. My name is Alan. I'm Brandon. I'm Don. And I'm Albert. Yeah, and uh, this is where we talk about what we what quarantine projects we've been doing, which apparently is not that different from the regular projects we've been doing. <laughs> I meant to start stuff, and I didn't. Like while I was at my mom's house, still I like tried to do some like game design stuff, and then I tried to get a controller to work, and I just couldn't figure it out. Like I was doing all the right steps, like it should have worked, but it just didn't. didn't. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I give up. I haven't worked on it since. (laughs) (laughs) That was my quarantine project, and now it's just like, oh, this doesn't work. I mean, to be fair, you're still working, so like, Mm. it it it, it's not it's not the same in terms of like people having a plethora of time to try to to attempt to do different things. Yeah, yeah. I guess my quarantine project was catching up on anime. I just was like, all right, let's watch some stuff, and I was like, oh right, I should probably catch up on like my Hero Academia, and I did, and then. I caught up on like other stuff or rewatched other stuff and I played a lot of like Final Fantasy <laughs> in the side and you know on the one hand I'm like man you know I could just make a a butt ton of gill in my market endeavors and crafting and then I realized I already have a butt ton of gill you don't need more I don't need more yeah and then you just start picking up other games and you try to pump the markets in those ones mhm yeah you just Did pull Marcus from borderlands <laughs> no refunds yeah my my as i said before my quarantine project has been the 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 thing but i also pickled onions uh earlier this month uh let's see what else did i do i started writing stuff and we also worked on like nothing about it like quarantine projects also can be bundled in with like uh with us working on the board game because yeah, that's when we started game. it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like we started working on the board game back when, uh, like when the quarantine started, and it w- and then uh, we also started working on like the Chronicles of Ashurla, which we're now running a D and D campaign in, mm-hmm. and we just finished up our our third uh, our first arc, the third episode of my my little mini mission. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I felt uh, I felt like it was okay, but at the same time, it just got real rushed at the end more than I would like have li- like wanted it to. Yeah, as far as like the pros and cons of it go, like it was really good, and I had a fun time with it. But there were a few instances where we just had no idea what to do. Uh-huh. You know, and, and that's just kind of how it goes with a lot of like mystery stuff. There's a very fine line to walk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
where like we, we would try to find a lead and then it would just come up empty mm-hmm. and i think that might also be a fault of like the D system because it is very possible to roll an investigation check for vital information that you know is there and then just not find it yeah and, and I think that I think there is a lot of like DM workshop and other DMs will tell you like certain invital information don't hide behind a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not something I really took into consideration. And I was just sort of like, oh, let's make it an easy DC of like, you know, 10. And everyone rolled like threes and stuff. And I'm just sort of like, oh, wow, out of three people, I guess fate doesn't want you to know. Apparently not. Know everything. Yeah. I mean, but then, then you just got, have to like have some kind of or incorporate some way around that boulder yeah yeah and, and i think um, i did but the, the, i think the other component of it was that the people that you i was expecting you guys to talk to you guys didn't want to talk to because you thought that it would blow your cover and it's like uh, it's like it is a fine line between the two but at the same time like there are ways to talk to people without letting them know yeah. who you are you you also impressed very heavily on us to keep your cover keep your cover and uh, i think if you'd been like you have your cover but like you also have full free run of the place, and if you need to break it, that's also okay. If 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 it had been framed a little differently, I think we would have been more willing to do so. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I I know that I because you were having us do like the consistent cover rolls, and we're told like make sure you keep your cover. I was like really paranoid to risk losing that cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that was the balance I was hoping for. It's just in terms of like I don't know. I kind of I kind of thought you guys would take a little bit more risk than than you guys were. Uh, than you guys did, but I don't know. Th- th- that was just a that was just a, a planning error on my end, and mm-hmm. I was able to like back end work around it. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But th- I was really excited when the twist finally came, and I don't I don't want to yeah. spoil it here because uh, mm-hmm. it's on YouTube if you want to if you want to watch it. But like the twist, I was so it, it just felt rushed. But like I know I talked to you guys afterwards, and I was like, and I just felt like I could have done it better. And I'm just having like GM's remorse of like ah. Oh, I think it was fine. The only part that was really rushed was like the very end turning in the information. Because I feel like once we, once you discover the twist, there's not a lot more to do. The traditional story arc is like a mountain and everybody knows like the original, like any literature class, any English class teaches you like the story arc. It is, there's like the, like the exposition, there's like the the build up, there's the climax, and then there's like the wind down to the conclusion. And it's framed as five equal parts, yeah. but it's really not. When you're actually doing any sort of like yeah, story it writing, varies depending on the genre, depending on how you want to pace it. Yeah, yeah. For and the vast majority, the climaxes come towards like seventy five to eighty percent of the e- story. Yeah, and especially with like mysteries, like yeah. once you know the twist, it's kind of like. All right, we know who done it. Now let's go get on. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like they ended fine. Like, yeah, I think it ended fine. Yeah, yeah, that's very cryptid. I don't want to like. St- I don't want to tiptoe around this. Let's change the subject. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. Uh, we're gonna be by the time this podcast comes out, you'll be able to uh, vote on the next one. Yeah, that's Ooh, exciting. And I get to play a character. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, the only thing that is uh, that is certain is that the previous DM cannot DM twice in a row. Yeah. Uh, so well, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be a few hours because I'll be posting it uh, during our Wednesday stream. So you'll be able to. S- oh wait, this comes out on Tuesday morning, not yeah, Wednesday Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, yeah. Uh, within a few days uh, uh, and not only that but i don't know how many of our audience listen to it day of now that i think about it eh, it's whatever i mean we get the most downloads on friday surprisingly enough interesting yeah mm, so like for that weekend yeah but if, if one of those people is you 
where do you uh where where are you when you're downloading it because i always see like twitter posts it's like hey good morning everyone where, what are you doing right now oh uh, they're probably taking a huge dump right now <laughs> not that not that we necessarily want to know that but <laughs> you can just politely say i'm in i'm in the uh the washroom or i i am seated upon the porcelain throne mm-hmm. i am in the dungeon please help me for me, the most uh, most of the time that I scroll through social media is uh, when I'm in bed, mm-hmm. like in the morning after I've just woken up or as I'm going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's whenever I take a break and I re- and I reside myself to my throne room. Yeah, uh, that's where I browse Twitter, and it's weird because I always go in there and then I come out and I'm like, "Did you guys know?" Or like, <laughs> or like whatever. Yeah. It's like every single time I come, I, I come back from from the restroom, I'm always like, "Hey guys, did you know that half of Oklahoma is now a Native American reservation? They don't know which one yet, but <laughs> but it, it's but it's it one is. of them. Yeah, yeah. There. I'm always coming back with like interesting factoid or something that's happening, or like I tell you this story about my mom every time I come back. Mm. Uh, you know, this brings up, a, I, I don't know if this is too weird of a conversation, but like, if you are on your phone when you're in the restroom, what do you normally, what are you normally doing? Are, oh, like Alan's scrolling uh, through Twitter, it seems. Yeah, Instagram too, but it's like 50-50 okay. between the two. Brandon, yeah. what about you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, if I am like, cause I, I had a roommate that would do this, um, and he would like watch YouTube videos on oh, the toilet. Oh, interesting. Um, and I'm like pretty shy so i don't want to like inconvenience him <laughs> when i gotta pee but like i know he's in the restroom <laughs> it's not because he's like actively trying to like remove stuff from himself it's it's that he's he's just gotten lost and forgotten where he is and he's just watching <laughs> a youtube video just while sitting down YouTube sauce. yeah yeah all he's doing is he's just got his phone in his in his face i guess but you haven't answered the question what do uh, you do yeah. when i am in the restroom uh it's like a quick like twitter check just to like you know define how quick because ordinarily i'm like in there for like you know just like 10 15 minutes yeah i'm never in there more than like 10 minutes i don't think okay yeah i, I like know. my my bathroom breaks are like five minutes at most yeah. usually yeah. unless i'm like chilling out in the shower oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah because i i think i do get that sort of like i get zoned in on whatever i'm looking at my it's eyes really easy over. yeah and, th- and then like yeah. i forget that I'm, I'm i'm somewhere with my pants down and i'm like oh <laughs> I should probably finish this up. Caught myself with my pants down. <laughs> Usually, I do a uh, Duolingo lessons. Oh, mm. uh, that's a much better use of time than I. <laughs> well, that's the reason that I have a two hundred plus day streak. Because of, because if I am using the restroom, you I'm know, like, all right, I need to do my Duolingo lesson. If you do number two once a day, like a healthy human being. Yeah, you know that is a really good way to tie Duolingo. <laughs> like, listen, if you can like train yourself to practice while doing other things, Just start talking to yourself in in Chinese or whatever language you're learning while on the restroom. Yeah, it's like that's not one of the things that they teach you. They mm. teach you like uh, phrases. You, they teach you like I'm going to the restroom or whatever, but they don't mm-hmm. teach you what like like any of the specifics yeah are, you know? oh okay and from what i can tell from duolingo they don't teach you how to like they don't teach you grammar they teach you words and concepts they do teach you grammar they they have an interesting way of teaching it though it's because, like learned 
well it's it's kind of implied they just like show it to you repeatedly but i did notice when they were focusing in on grammar i don't know what navajo grammar is like uh but i but i know that chinese grammar is really weird but i could tell when they were focusing in on grammar structures because they would have like a ton of sentences in the in like a single one where they had they did that grammar structure repeatedly i know what you mean and then when they do change it though all the entire comments are filled with why isn't this working why isn't this working i'm like no you gotta add this particle word that changes the meaning of the whole sentence yeah Uh, and and a lot of the people who aren't native speakers get so frustrated because duolingo doesn't do a good job of flagging that yeah see something that i didn't now a 200 plus day streak i've been i've been on this for a long time i didn't even realize until like a week ago that you can just if you when you click on a lesson if you hit tips it'll just give you a full grammar list of all the words and all the meanings yeah i didn't even know that like if they advertise that, if that was something that they encouraged you to do, then I then like yeah. wow. You get a little like cheat sheet, almost. You're like, it's oh, not really okay, a cheat cool. sheet. It's more of like a review sheet. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. See, I didn't realize that they had it. If if I had in the beginning, I might have actually started making flashcards for the words that I didn't know. That's their their other app, Flash Lingo. <laughs> flashcards. Anywho, uh, by uh, popular demand, we're going to go ahead and bring, uh, so so our we've sent our cryptid hunters and lore hunters out into the world to gather lore and information and maybe even specimens to, uh, to help us in our day-to-day lives, like our army of, what are they, they male gremlins that, that we have working for us that deliver our messages? Yeah, the yes, postal worker gremlins, not the gender. But the postal worker yeah, type. M-A-I-L. Yeah, I meant M-A-I-L. Yeah, I, I yeah we're know. just specifying because it's it's hard to tell. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, we we only specifically hire male <laughs> male gremlins, not female. This gremlins. is this is a sexist operation that <laughs> yep, we got going here apparently. for the patriarchy. Apparently, uh, the patriarchy gremlins. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Postal so, gremlins. So I was recently inspired by a by a minion on Final Fantasy. So I got a wind up hobgoblin, and he's got a a red hat. So that's how I know he is a is he's a specific type of fairy. He's a red cap, and the reason why their hats are red is because they dye them in the blood of like dead people. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's why they're called red caps. Um, they're the red caps specifically are like. Do they have to be goblins? Like, because I've seen like they're kind of like gnomes. Goblins. I've seen yeah. gnomes with the same hat. Yeah, it's all very like the very like small peoples kind of thing. They, yeah, they're like fae. Anglo-Saxon. Is that I, I want to say for? Anglo-Saxon, but it's not. It's like Anglo. Uh, like Irish, like oh, border. Interesting. Yeah, it's for for like red caps. Uh, but they're they're pretty like well like spread out. So if you see like in like Snow White, you know some of the dwarves, if they have any like red hats, <laughs> that's that. They, you yeah. know that they they went on that's, a couple of wars in their day. Yeah, he's the ride or die guy. Um, <laughs> he's the guy that would like would turn against all of them and like go on a whole rampage of snow when snow white gets killed yeah and they're supposedly like really vicious and uh it's like oh you know you have you have some where it's like oh yeah they'll dye their their hats in the blood of like victims who are like bleeding out on like the sidelines of like battlefields and other things which is why it's like oh they originate from like the anglo-irish border because there's a lot of skirmishes and wars on those borders oh right. Right. they live in those like forts and stuff and what do they call them? They call them red caps. Yeah, you call them red caps. Or hobgoblins or like stuff like that. It's just very like gnomes, small people. The specific uh, one we're talking about is the red cap variant because there's also a blue cap variant, which are surprisingly productive, helpful, and almost lawful good. What did they dye their hats in? Uh, blue. And, well, they don't. 
they dye it blue. Um, they dye it in blue. I, I didn't find any blue. like lore. We didn't find any like lore on like what they dye it with. Um, but more of they get their name blue caps as a, a different variant of the goblin. So the, the, they took the cap part, but it's not red. It's blue because they're often seen as like a blue flame that helps like miners. So if you've heard of like the Tommy knockers, oh. these are, these are a kind of like variant of them. Uh, so some people are, who are like, Oh, Tommy knockers are bad and they cause cave at like cave ins. And then everyone's like, no, no, no they, they warn they're, they're, Yeah. They're, they're, they're warning you like, Hey, please. yeah. Um, but the blue cap variant is also like, they're helpful. Like they'll help like, carry like coal and other minerals out of the mine as long as you pay them the same wage that you're paying your workers like they just like left like one person's wage in like a corner of like the cave but it had to be exactly enough they wouldn't take any like extras so it's kind of like um it's like paying an extra it's like paying the it's like paying the earth for like helping you out i guess yeah yeah yeah. pouring out for the homie kind of (laughs) deal nice so i thought that was interesting because i was like oh right there's the red cap and then there's a blue cap uh, which is also a way of like identifying different like mushrooms too. Now that you bring it up though, with like the red cap, does that mean that like garden gnomes are yeah. based yeah. after the red they're caps? Fucking, they're fucking they're guards. They're, yeah, they're blood guardians, dude. You got like a like a raccoon or some kind of like rodent. I, I thought, I thought the garden was for like a garden, not a guard. Well, <laughs> like they're they're well, a garden no yeah, not yeah, a the, guarding well gnome. they're guards guards of the garden well, uh, th- i think the reason why garden gnomes were a thing to begin with is that they're supposed to be like a totem for protection yeah. right mm-hmm. interesting yeah like so it, it kind of does make sense it's of having like the a red hat it's kind of like, like a scarecrow but on like a, a rat's point of view so the rat will <laughs> look up and go oh fuck a human run <laughs> yeah. all right i'm looking i i'm looking up garden gnome lore now. at least yeah. that's what i think i that, mean th- that makes on. sense i'm gonna i'm gonna believe brandon even if it's even if it turned out to be false i'm gonna choose to believe brandon so so when in doubt you know just just do as the red caps do and and dye your clothes in the blood of enemies (laughs) (laughs) but but now every time i see like those the those those cute little like yeah i'm just sort of like man they're gonna run at me with a butter knife and cut my ankles he's gonna have a little tiny like sickle or some shit he's gonna cut out my tendons and i'm gonna feel bad i'm gonna feel like i deserved it because i didn't i heed the warning from Brandon. Yeah, it looks like they're supposed to be like uh like blue caps but for the garden. Mm. Oh, okay. So they're like a a botanist variant. No, they're just mercenaries that you bought to protect them. Oh, to the protect blue, you, the, not Yeah, I think that's else. more what it I yeah. think that I don't I don't know. What do you man. pay them in? Do you just do you, you, you pay I, them in land? They're like serfs. I I, well, I think the idea is more that they can take what they want from your garden. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, that's cool. Kind of kind of like serfs, I guess, but in more of a uh, like a, a a better a better sense of we're providing you with housing and you live here and you can take as much as you want to consume mm. just protect it yeah ah, and protect we, me yeah now that we're talking about it do you know you can get ethnically themed garden gnomes uh i i didn't know but go yeah. on one I, of my entrepreneurship professors he he made this uh one of the the products is called the nombre <laughs> so it's a gnome but he's got a sombrero on <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, then he he made this, and it was a big hit. And then he got a message from I believe it was a a Jewish like representation organization. They're like, "Hey, we want our own gnome." Hence the birth of Shalom gnome. <laughs> our Shalom Shalom Shalom. No Shalom gnome. It's, shalom uh, gnome. it's it looks like the name of the company is 
no migos oh really like amigos. oh man that's good and i know you can get like uh like gnome heart like the. Uh, I, I wonder the if he's done any native american ones i do that'd I'm be awesome shop right now look look up to see if there's any native american ones it's taking a really long time to like load Hold oh on. no mm. that's because everyone's buying up nombres <laughs> i gotta get them man you know like that is an interesting concept and i remember when i was going through phoenix fan fusion um there was a guy that used that did something similar with uh zombie gnomes oh man yeah that's really good. and it was like all the gnomes were zombies or zombie like fighters oh so, like the they have they had like some with like a, a tableau where it was like one one zombie one gnome all done up in like post-apocalyptic like gear you know, scrapper uh, scrapper zombie killing gear oh nice and killing two zombies in front of them that's really yeah. funny Sorry, I tuned out for a second as a, as I was looking at these gnomes. That's all right, dude. Zom- yeah. Zombie gnomes. So so we got so we got nombre el nombre el nombre. We got shalom gnome. We have gnome ranger who is a oh, sheriff. Gnome ranger. Oh man. We got gnome heart, and we have uh, spelled with a G ninja gnome. Oh, that's new. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm surprised. Well, I guess th- there's plenty of ethnicities and like uh, cultures around the world that he can he can. Uh, capitalize on so yeah there's there's only five of them right now it looks like oh man so if you've wanted to hire uh you know we we, we should like recommend we we should like pitch a new gnome i i I like shogun gnome shogun gnome yeah it's like a shogun with like one of those fan things shogun gnome shogun gnome and then there's also from for me like a because I was thinking Native American, but it's kind of hard to like try to like bring them all together because there's so many yeah. different cultures, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get too stereotypical. Just Navanome. Yeah, there's, we could do Navanome. It, it could, could just do. be like with a G native, Gnative. Uh. Gnative. Oh man. <laughs> That's a, like any N you can make sound Nomi. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Navanome. Yeah. yeah. Navanome. <laughs> That's what Brandon was talking about. But, like, I'm trying to think about what stereotypical things about Navajos you can do. Because, like, the thing is, is that we didn't... I guess it would just be the... It would be the, the, the Navajo bun. Mm. And yeah. Then, and it, then that's probably about it. it. Well, I mean, I feel like, unfortunately, they'd have to go with, like, some sort of, like, older well, outfit style. They, they could go 1920s. Like, 1920s is a very iconic Navajo look. I mean, really? if they've got well, yeah. sheriff, like the gnome ranger, then yeah, because the the iconic Navajo thing, because like there's this type of a uh, velvet type dealio, it's like a, it's like a faux velvet mm-hmm. that mm. everyone made their shirts out of, and then just regular jeans with cowboy boots and a uh and a and a patterned bandana. Oh, dude, mm. and with the Navajo bun, like that's an iconic uh, Navajo man look from oh, the 1920s. I really want like a steampunk gnome. Oh my god, a steampunk gnome would be fucking awesome. He'd be gnome punk. Gnome punk. Yeah. Oh. Give him a cyber and everything oh, can we get like dark with it can we get like depressed it's uh, so, like alcoholic gnome no, no. Oh. those already exist I mean, these I, are these are gnomes that are meant to celebrate culture these are these are worker right. gnomes it's the blue caps i mean you can make red cap ones if you want but if they if they start start a coup in your backyard that's your it's <laughs> on you i think it'd be great to like have a different like a separate line of just depressing gnomes <laughs> Uh, what would you call it? I don't. I don't know. But I have a couple ideas of what they would be. Oh would, no! It would be like. Oh, it, oh it, no! It would be like working, uh, working alcoholic depressed mom. Like oh yeah, that's it's a very specific. Yeah, gnome. I mean it's a very specific genre. You would just name them like Karen Gnome or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh Gnome is right. I think I think Melissa is a good is a better name for the sort of like alcoholic, really depressed single parent working mom. They're just like, like Funko you know Pop. I mean? Stacy is also a good one. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Karen would be a gnome with like the the yeah. cut, the stereotypical like Karen thing. Yeah, like a prostitute gnome. 
just have like a corner part of your like garden it's just like hmm. I mean, the sex industry is a is an entirely different beast it's not really depressing well, I, I know but it's just like something that you would see in like a, like a a less oh you industrial oh you want to make you want to make your entire gnome like a city like your oh, entire yeah. garden a city and you want to have gnomes oh, to so we're talking each like, district That's oh it. okay mm-hmm. you get a bl- oh my god you've got like a businessman gnome. some of them are gnomeless <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. That's the line. All right. That's the tag. It's just a bunch of like we, homeless gnomes. We need to make we need to make a line that it's a whole pack, right? You buy yeah. a pack of three hundred gnomes. <laughs> that's a lot, dude. That's a lot of money. It is like a but gnome is like fifteen bucks. To put it in perspective, the, the pack of five is one hundred and seventy-seven dollars on their website. Three hundred gnomes, and you can make your entire garden a city. At this point, it's just Legos. We'll only sell we only sell like two packages, but. <laughs> For now. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it, it has to include like everything across the spectrum. So we also need to have like like the, the really like the stereotypical one percent guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Like uh like the one who's like fully in charge. Just make some political noms. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure those exist. Uh-huh. You can set the different tableaus and then we'll sell like booster booster packs with like twenty gnomes for a specific event and be like wait, have we political just reverse election. engineered wait, I think we've just reverse engineered the Funko Pop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but for out, it's outdoor Funko Pop for the people who who like stuff outdoors. Yeah, and fun, and this is even better because it can live outdoors. And oh, you're gonna get so many of these things fucking stolen. If you if you become the guy that has 300 gnomes in his garden, yeah, you know they're gonna get stolen. If you have 300 gnomes, you're not gonna notice if 12 or so go missing. I don't know how dedicated <laughs> are you to your gnomes. I don't know. That's then, your gnome force right there. Yeah. Then you're also gonna you're also gonna like need to get that. Then we can finally have like you know um, gnome SWAT kind of like hold the border. Oh man. Yeah, gnome and, patrol, and they have to investigate all the missing gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we have a side product that we just sell security cameras to make sure no one steals your gnomes. <laughs> That's what you're gonna put in the cyberpunk eye. Oh, yeah. oh, these these gnomes have cameras in them. Yeah. Oh no, it's home security gnome. I, have we? I have a question on the topic of like weird gnomes and shit like that. Have we talked about the the Kagane? on the podcast yet I, I we have to have talked about the kagane i don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast i know we've talked about it on stream but yeah. i don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast i forget what this it's is the shitty guy the guy he's it's, shitting it's the guy it's oh, the, the, yeah. the character who's pooping in the background of a nativity scene yeah 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 we talked about it when we were streaming uh, mo- uh monster prom monster prom right. that's where it yeah. came up yeah yeah. Yeah. So we haven't we haven't talked about it in the podcast. What no. a fucking scene that that was. Yeah. So for those of you who know, um, in I believe Norse, I can't remember which folklore it was. It Alan, was like, I, I I love that you're the one who doesn't remember and you're trying to give the backstory. I that. know. You remind <laughs> me what culture it was because that's the only thing I don't remember. Now it's that like I do South remember. American. Mm, Is it South American? It's Catalan culture. Oh yeah, Catalan. That's that... right. Yeah, Spain, Portugal. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, it's pretty widespread now. Pretty much everywhere except for America does it. That's pretty good. Yeah. But basically, it's just that in the nativity scene, little known fact, there was a guy shitting in a bush in the back of the hut. Uh-huh. According to one version of the story. <laughs> one version. Yeah. That was the guy. He's the real realist. He's like, you got to have it in its pure, raw so, emotion. Yeah. <laughs> that man. I like to imagine you sort of like this one fact is going to make everyone think it's real. Because why, why would anyone lie about lie it? about this? Right. Well, it looks like it came into a... It came into existence in the late 17th century or, or early 18th century. Uh, and it looks like it might have been somebody including it in the nativity scene to make fun of it. 
hmm. to be like, I'm not of this religion. I'm going to shit on your religion, literally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently it started a brief alter like a, a like a fight oh, yeah, not pre- a war but like a fight between people being like this isn't okay i'm pretty and sure it's it a hilarious. lot of fights and a lot of households oh yeah <laughs> no like like an actual like an actual armed battle oh. like there was a battle over it not like a large one people are cool um, <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, what i will say is that now that we've brought this up i kind of want to merge the two ideas together we need to have at least one one gnome shit yeah, in the one gnome shin in the forest I, I'm sure in, that we can find alley. a Kagane gnome. That that sounds great. Yeah. All right, let's look it up. Yep. I'm gonna think about it. How Link. good is it? Can we see it? Uh, sure. I'd yeah, I'd like to experience this before we go. Here you are. There he is. <laughs> it's just a gnome <laughs> pooping. That's it. From the front, he looks so innocent. Yeah. He's like, hello. Oh, I'm just squatted down, and then you rotate him to the side. Psych! There's a poop. There's... Oh, hello, gnome butt. Yeah, uh, it, I, I'm glad that whoever carved that wasn't brave enough to actually have it be middle of act. Like, oh no! Like, it, oh. I have mixed feelings, and I kind of feel like they could they could have been braver about the representation of that. But you know what? That's a little too like raw. <laughs> I found a shop that's just a Kagane it. shop. They couldn't handle it. Or Kaganer. I, I I've seen all sorts of different pronunciations as I've looked looked this up. Nobody can agree how to pronounce it. Apparently. That's fine. Uh, no one can agree whether or not it actually happened. So yeah, I think it's true to life now. Yeah, I'm seeing ones of like popular political figures or unpopular as well. Uh, old art. So we got the Mona Lisa. <laughs> we got the Scream. Nice. Wow. No, I'm li- I'm just looking at the, at the 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 pooping gnomes now. Congratulations. <laughs> so well, weird. Well, Dawn does that. She's gonna do that for the rest of the week, and we're gonna have oh. to go now, friends, because we do have to wrap this up now. So, friends, thank you for hanging out with us for an hour. It was crazy this week, actually. Oh, um, I know. I know. Got really out of hand there for a couple of minutes. But uh, be safe. If you want to catch more of our stuff, hang out on our Twitch stream. We're live Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Uh, we are now doing tabletop RPGs on Sundays. Uh, if you're watching this in the future, then disregard this message. But if you like tabletop RPGs and you want to hear us crazy folks improv our way through numerous situations then check us out there or you could find our youtube stuff uh, where we do have all that stuff kind of cataloged in a neat place that you can just kind of like watch it at your leisure if you don't want to do that then you can uh you can visit our website and that also has all the other stuff into it but if you want to contact us any other ways brandon if you want to contact us any other ways uh it is a common fact that all gnomes pretty much know or have access to the gnome network uh, and as stated before, we have uh, representatives in our postal worker uh, gnome force that, uh, yeah, go ahead and just get a gnome and whisper it, uh, that sweet message that you'd like us to give or us to receive. They really love ASMR. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah. And then they'll they'll pass it along gnome to gnome until it eventually will reach us yeah. as that gnome whispers in our ears at night. I want to make a role play audio thing of a gnome ASMR. What? It's, How would you? It's G ASMR. It's, it's Gasmer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you guys. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>
What did they dye their hats in? Uh, blue. And, well, they don't. 